Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cosy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever wrestle with your duvet cover only to realize as you're finally buttoning it closed that it's inside out? And no, I didn't redo it. <laughs> you know that feeling when you misplace your glasses but can't find them because you need those glasses to find them? <laughs> yes, I've been there. There are a lot of great things about living alone. And one of those things is never worrying about garlic breath. Good point. We're four weeks into a pizza box shortage. The struggle is real. Have such a good day. world how are you welcome to have such a good day the show that wants you to do just that i'm very matter of fact and my name is sarah lane (laughs) i'm heather frank you know we've missed you it's been a minute actually a week to be exact so not actually a minute um time is an illusion you know that's that's the youth (laughs) slang heather it's been a minute meaning it might have been a year because i'm very youthful it wasn't yes you are i've always thought that about you Thank you very much. You know, it's actually Every time funny. I look at you, I'm like, how is she not oh, 19? <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I, I met this new girl, new friend. I'm gonna, not going to mention her because, yeah, I don't want to blow up her spot, as you would say. But um, I think she thinks I'm way younger than I am because she's clearly like early 30s, you know, and mm-hmm. she wants to hang out and get, she's like new in the area and wants to get a drink and make new friends. And it's super cute. Like, I love it. It's sweet. But I can, I'm just like, do you know that I'm kind of... You know, I'm in my mid forties. <laughs> oh, well, it's, our, it's, you know, my it's not secret. as if you guys can't, you know, bond over a glass of wine. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, this is true. It's funny. My cousin, um, my cousin Kelly, who is just under four years older than me, so it's like she's. I think she's three years. She's four years in school, but she's more like three years. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, so. To me, I'm like, there's really no difference yeah. um, in our ages. But when, when we were younger, of course there was. Like when she was in high school, like I wasn't in high school. Like, wow, you know, she mm-hmm. seemed so much older than me. And I saw her over the weekend and, you know, we're talking about this and that. We haven't seen each other in a while, even though we talk a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we mentioned stuff and she, she kept saying like, well, you know, I'm like kind of technically like in a little bit of a generation older than you, Sarah. You know, and she, <laughs> she kind of kept doing that. And it's one of those things where it's like, it, it, she really isn't in a generation different than me. I mean, we're both technically Generation X, even mm-hmm. though you and I are kind of at the very tail end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, well, we're not really in different generations, but 
it's easy for me to also do that with people that are four-ish years younger than me. Yeah. Even though, you know, I know that they kind of look at me and go like, Sarah, we're like basically the same age. It's all relative. Yeah. Why do we do that? And then they always say, you know, just you are the age that you act. Just It's a state of mind. It's a state of mind. Ain't nothing but a number. (laughs) If you guys are tuning in for the first time, welcome. Gosh, (laughs) we love you listeners. You might be like, what is this show? (laughs) What is this show about? Well, I will tell you right now, it is the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. And Sarah and I just like to yak it up and talk about being an adult and how strange it is and kind of the everyday bullshit (laughs) and laugh about it because we're all in this together. Everyday bullshit. And some of it is, you know, that, that, um, that book, Don't Sweat the Smart, Small Stuff. Oh yeah. And then in like, in fine print, it says, (laughs) and it's all small stuff, which is, is just, it's such a punchable book. I've never read it. (laughs) But it's it's just like where I'm like it isn't all small stuff. No, uh, it's really and not. I try not to sweat the small stuff, but it doesn't always work, jackass. <laughs> you know, like just I just I don't like being preached at in a book cover. No, that's, I don't like that's the, all I gotta say. You punch that book, I love it. But you <laughs> Such know, a really, book. one of the main points of this show, honestly, is just to have an hour of fun with all yeah. y'all. It is. Yeah. I mean, really, it's you as know, simple when, as that. Because we know that life isn't always fun i mean no. we're we're all very well aware of that so we're kind of on this journey together uh we're all join us the small you? stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm a sweater of small stuff big oh time. me too you have no idea how bent out of shape i can get over the littlest thing <laughs> but, but but i also get a, like it's like my you know if you look at like my 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 um stress level like as like a you know some sort of mathematical chart it's like you know my my curve goes up real quick, but then it dips real quick. You yeah. know, I'm a spiker yeah, yeah, yeah. of of <laughs> anger. Do you, you know? do you have high blood pressure? Does it affect your blood pressure? You think? I'm surprised I don't. Me because too. I've you know that feeling that. when you're like you're really not not necessarily like anger, but just you know something where you're just your you're, blood is you're boiling a little shape. bit. I got, I can feel it. Like my heart's beating. You know, totally. I'm kind of like. You know, I'm really physiologically worked up <laughs> yes. and I have never once, I mean, I'm not like going to the doctor, like super angry, but like of all the <laughs> blood pressure, you know, tests I've gotten and I've gotten quite a few lately because I've been at the sure. doctor a lot. I'm always like, what is it? And they're always like, oh, it's really, yeah, it's, it's very great. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I know, I'll, just, I always, I'll always just trip on that too. Keep getting mad all the time. Just don't get your blood pressure taken on Monday morning. That's my advice to you for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have. It's just yeah, never, it's always like whatever the, I don't know, the base thing is that you're going for. I'm always just like right there. Yeah. I don't totally. even know the numbers offhand, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what it feels like to have high blood pressure. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can handle any more like physiological symptoms than what I already you have. Know, now, like turn but... into the Hulk or something. Your veins are like, <laughs> just, yeah, I just, I just burst into flames. <laughs> And that was the end of Sarah. That she would had be high cool, actually. That'd be a cool way to go out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if he had to. Unless it, unless it became like, oh, this is my superhero weapon now. And I could like <laughs> throw it at things, you know, like Street Fighter style. <laughs> I don't know. Totally. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> Heather, I don't know uh, how your week has been. My week has been somewhat uneventful. Anybody mm-hmm. who's been listening to the show the last few episodes knows then I'm going through some medical stuff. I have breast cancer. Womp womp. It sucks. Um, I um, I actually, you know, as far as that went, uh, 
made some strides in the last week. Uh, you know, I've got surgery scheduled now. That's for later in October. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we're, we're going to plot along on this show as much as we can. If there's any scheduling stuff that, you know, you need to know about, we'll let you know as soon as possible, but we're hoping that there won't be any interruptions to the show. Uh, cause we can, you know, record some special stuff and, and, and roll it out on schedule. So we'll, we'll keep you posted on that. But, um, you know, most of it is minutia of just stupid cancer stuff that, isn't even really worth talking about in detail on this show because <laughs> it's not very fun. <laughs> but um, but but that was sort of that was sort of my week. Uh, it's a blur. Um, and because of COVID, there are a fair amount. There are a fair amount of um appointments. I mean, I have so many doctors. You wouldn't believe it. You know, there's their oncologist and there's plastic surgeons and then there's like just like the like surgery people who aren't really either of my like um point people as far as mm -hmm. like the doctors go but they're like the pre-op people and then there's the you know the person who's scheduling stuff and then there's the person who's like walking me through you know some of the um some of the uh the drugs that they're gonna prescribe me and like how i need to take them in a responsible way and it's just it's a whole operation so that's all just, you know, whatever. And because of COVID, there are certain uh, appointments that I do have to go in to the hospital for. You know, I have to sit there in a room with the doctor and whoever else and, you know, talk about stuff and, and whatever. And, you know, they have to look at me and, and, and that whole thing. But then there are a fair amount of video calls that we wouldn't normally be doing. I'd be going in for everything, but they don't want anybody in there any more than they have to. And certain certain uh, conversations just don't require me to like put a gown on, you know, and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and have someone take my measurements, you know, in person. So, so that's been like, kind of cool, I guess, in a way. I mean, <laughs> my doctor plus, has, seen, yeah. has seen my kitchen many times <laughs> now, because it's just like video calls, whatever. I mean, even to the point where sometimes I'm like, this could even have just been a phone call, because now you're <laughs> looking at me and I haven't showered yet. But whatever, <laughs> they've seen worse. But so, yeah, I was I was kind of thinking, like, did I have a great day over the last week that I could highlight here on episode 118 of Have Such a Good Day? And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't really. I, it's been it's been very uneventful. But I did do something nice for myself the other day uh, and totally frivolous. But um, so one of the sucky things about, you know, I'm getting surgery. It's very major uh, surgery. And. It is, you know, it's going to be like an all day surgery thing. Like I'm like asleep for eight hours kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And that's because there is, there's just, it's not, yeah, I don't know. It's not if, cut if and anyone, dry. No. And if anyone knows anybody who's like gotten a double mastectomy, I mean, it's that alone is a big deal, but like reconstruction is, we're like putting the two of them together. So it's like, it's, it's like two big surgeries in one day kind of thing. Um, and I've even been informed that like, once they get in there, if things are weird and they can't do all of that, then they're going to like go to plan B. And so it's like, I don't really know what I'm going to wake up, look to. or feel like until yeah. I wake up. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you that get out of anesthesia, trip. sometimes people are kind of like weird and weepy. I'm yeah. like, I'm probably going to have a meltdown. <laughs> Someone's going to wake me up and I'm going to be like, Rah! you know, whatever. <laughs> um, it's happened before, but but anyway, I, I, I decided last week, you know, as I'm kind of looking through my schedule and 
and just being like, oh my God, you know, there's just so much happening right now, you know, and so much I have to do before this all goes down. And, you know, my recovery period is just going to be like, I mean, I don't even know. I'm just going to be like sitting on my mom's couch for the foreseeable future until Mm -hmm. I can, you know, do something. So I bought myself some fancy perfume. Um, I haven't owned perfume in years. Um, And Heather, you and I used to wear the same perfume. We did, yeah. (laughs) And it has since been discontinued. It was discontinued years ago. And my favorite perfume of all time, there is no perfume that smells better to me than this perfume. And I used to get it at this, uh, this place next to... Neiman Marcus in San Francisco, down in Union Square, where all the fancy <clears throat> department stores are. And it was, they, they had it at Neiman Marcus, but there was a perfume-only store that was right next door. You could almost blink and miss it. And a Russian guy ran the place. And <laughs> it was like, you walk in and you're like, whoa. I mean, it's just like hundreds and hundreds of types of perfume from all, mm. you know, perfume that you've never heard of, but also like, you know, the big, you know, fancy French brands as well. And it was just a little bit cheaper there. And so I used to go and get it. And you know, the bottle's pretty big. It takes you a while to get through. And at some point I had moved to uh, Los Angeles and yeah, I just, I didn't have it. And it was always something that I meant to get. And I walked into, cause I didn't have like, you know, an independent Russian perfume store that I knew of <laughs> around me. I walked into Neiman Marcus, wherever that was like Sunset Center or whatever. And, um, or the Beverly Center. And they didn't have it and they kind of didn't know what I was talking about. Whoever was behind the counter was like, well, I mean, we have the brand Guerlain, but not, no, we, I don't know that one. And I'm like, well, I promise you, I, I know what I'm talking about. So I, <laughs> I went online and it's like, even the, you know, the, the brand's website, it's like, they have it, but it's different. Like the bottle's different. It doesn't mm-hmm. say like, it, it's, you know, the all the toilet, like all of that was just like, I'm like, that's not right. That's not the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And then you've kind of got this like eBay type stuff where they have it. And I realized like, why is this price jacked up? Like a bottle for like $500? What is happening? And then there's like message boards about the perfume that's been, <laughs> because it's been discontinued. And so now it's like this like hot commodity. Of course. And then you've got like, because the whole resale thing on the internet, you know, is, is a big deal these days. Mm -hmm. And that goes for clothing and makeup and perfume and kind of anything that you can think of. And so now they've got people who have a bottle, but they're selling you like, like sample sizes for like 20 bucks a pop type thing. And there's Mm -hmm. like all these pictures of like how they extract it into the sample size. And then they send it to you. Cause obviously like not everybody's going to be like, I want it so bad. I'll pay $500. Like you could pay like a, you know, less than $50 and, you know, have like, I don't know, a week's worth of perfume type thing. And I'm like, this is insane. I should just get different perfume, but I don't want different perfume. (laughs) So every so often, and this is like not even that recently, I just let it go. I haven't worn perfume for well over a year at this point, you know, like Uh who cares? (laughs) No one even sees me. I'm sitting in my studio alone. And, but you know, but it's a nice, it's a nice little, it's a nice little thing. You know, it's like putting it's earrings nice on with an outfit. It on yourself. You yeah. Know, because I, I like the smell. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Like Do even if yourself. someone was like, yeah, even if someone was like, I'm not crazy about Sarah's perfume. Like it wouldn't make me like it any less. I love mm-hmm. the smell, <laughs> even though you kind of get used to your own perfume and then you smell mm-hmm. it less. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway. So I, you know, I, every couple of months I kind of think about this and I just, I just do a little search to see what's out there. Well, I found some on eBay the other day that was still 
well marked up over what I would have paid, you know, at a department store several years ago when it was still in stock, but not that high, not that high. It was what I would consider a fancy, I said frivolous earlier, kind of frivolous purchase for myself, you know, something where it's like, this is kind of a happy birthday to me type of thing. I love it. And I, you know, I kind of looked at it and you know how some eBay listings you can bid and some are just like you either buy it or you don't. There's no bidding mm-hmm. happening. Yep. Uh, and I was, and this was one of those, like you buy it. It's, buy it's listed it at a price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, it, there's no, there's no kind of haggling going on. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, F it, let's just buy it. So I did. <laughs> nice. And then, and you don't really know kind of much about the seller. I mean, there's a little information, mm-hmm. but you know, you get a little bit more about it once you, you're kind of serious and you go through it and it's like, it's coming from some address in Oman, the country. And I was oh, like, gosh. all right, well, that's far. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, and, and it, of course, at that point, I'm like, I could totally have just bought fraud perfume. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I there's absolutely no way I'll know until I smell it. Exactly. Because you can, you can fake a bottle, even though there were lots of pictures and it's like in the original box, like the whole thing seemed seemed very legit but you know mm-hmm. fakes are fakes are rampant yep. and I, you know i was kind of like well i guess i guess i'll just find out when it comes mm-hmm. and because it's coming apparently uh because it's coming from overseas and it has to like you know go through customs of some kind it was like my delivery date was like end of october beginning of november where i'm like oh man it's gonna be a while like i'll totally forget about this by the time it comes <laughs> So I had put in my mom's address because this is going to be like post-surgery and I don't even mm. know if I'm going to be here. And it's too expensive for like some Amazon person to leave it outside my gate for a few days, yeah. you know, and have somebody steal my, you know, 300 plus dollar perfume. <laughs> so, you know, I sent it to my mom and then I got a, a a note from, I guess it was eBay or UPS or I don't know. You know how you get so many emails when something's coming yeah. from, you know, various companies that was like, oh, your, you know, your shipping date is... It has moved up. It's going to be more like end of September where I'm like, oh, cool. You know, that works out. And then I got one this morning that was like your packet or your perfume is like due to be shipped on, uh, you know, like tomorrow kind of thing. Because we're like almost <laughs> at the end of September where I'm like, wait, how was it like November 5th? <laughs> and it was coming from Oman and now it's like tomorrow. Like, What's <laughs> happening here? What's happening with shipping? I mean, I don't care as long as it smells like the right perfume Uh and I'll know, I will know. Uh It's like, I don't, this is sort of the same way I feel about like phony Chanel bags. It's like, I don't really care. I don't really care if it looks like, or it smells like, or it acts like what I want it to act like. And I understand that there's like a huge issue with fakes out there Mm -hmm. um, for a variety of reasons, you know, labor problems and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, um, uh, you know, non-ethical materials and, and, and whatever. But I, I kind of, I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see how this works out. Um, and I kind of thought like, okay, so post-surgery, because it's like, I have to basically be an invalid. Like I can't even like take short but you're walks gonna or smell anything. Great. I'm gonna smell great. <laughs> even though I can't take a shower for a couple of weeks and that'll be a lot of fun. Oh, you can't take a shower for a couple of weeks? I guess that makes two, sense. Two, two weeks minimum, no showers. I mean, it'll be, you know, kind of just... Um, like a whore bath? Like that... that <sighs> a whore bath. Just, that's no, a, like that's an interesting like way to put it, Heather. Well, yeah. Wait, you, do, 
It'll have to be something like that. I mean, I'm not just going to sit there in my own filth. I will do no. what I can. No, but someone there's can just, give you like a little sponge There's just things that, you know, you can't get, you can't get wet. So yeah. anyway, I will smell good um, on top of that. Or I'll just smell weird uh, because it's like <laughs> perfume and everything else. So, so that's, I love that it. was sort of, that was sort of my, my fun adventure. It's, yeah. You, my fun adventure you, day. You got to treat yourself. And I, I love that you did this. And a totally fun experiment too. Like with this whole, like the shipping thing and when is it going to show up? And <laughs> is it going to so be real? It's kind of a fun, yeah, experiment, I guess. Yeah. That's that's great. Well, I'm I'm really proud of you. I think this is a good Thank you, Heather. Yes. I <laughs> I You know that feeling where you're just like, I'm gonna do this. Like this might be a terrible idea, but I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Totally. Um, it, you know, it, it, that just happens sometimes. And and uh it it often works out. So we'll it's, see. It's really nice to be sure of yourself. I hate that like waffling thing because there are certain things where I'm like, man, I'm really a good decision maker when it comes to X, Y, and Z. But then there's like these little things that are s- sort of ancillary and not even a big deal. And I cannot make a decision. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> it's just, yeah. ah, anyway. So I love that. I'm I'm really excited for. I mean, please keep me posted. Please keep us all posted because oh. we're going to be at the edge of our seats. I mean, I I assume. Sorry, I'm eating a gummy collagen um, tablet. And oh, nice. You'll be able to hear it. Yeah, I don't know why I did that right the second, but I just couldn't help myself. I've been looking at it the whole time. They taste really good. But um, yeah, I think by next week I'll have the perfume, so I'll keep you all posted. Yeah, dude, you got to give me the the name of that. Or you did send me the collagen gummies. I need to get some of those. Because right now, so I actually, good. I have like those little um, tablets that, that dissolve, that taste really good. It's like strawberry or something. But it's like, sometimes I don't take them as often because I'm like, I'm not in the mood to just like drink a glass of that water. You know, it's like sometimes just oh, like it's a like gummy. a dissolve thing. Yeah, and I I don't think it's the quite the right um, packaging for me. <laughs> the gummies are really the, convenient. Quite the right packaging. You like you like <laughs> the packaging on these. These actually, gummy is misleading. Um, you can't see them, but um, Heather, I'm kind of. They almost look like now and later's. Oh, they're not actually wow. gummies at all. They're more like that oh, yeah. kind of candy. Oh, you know where it's like. It kind of gets stuck in your teeth a little bit, oh. but um, they're and, um, and they I've really got work? like a little biotin one as well. Um, mm. They're just they're. I mean, it's like eating candy. Honestly, yeah. that's what it feels like to me. So it's I'm like if I can eat candy in the morning, but it's a vitamin. <laughs> that's a fun thing. Who would not do that? Well, see, this is. But then I have a fair amount of gummies too. Um, I have these PMS gummies. It's like a new, it's like a new gummy on the market. Uh, there's never been like a PMS <laughs> kind of thing. It's crazy. And I'll, maybe I'll That's, talk about that on another show. <laughs> that can't be right. There has to have been a PMS gummy on the market before like I don't like, know. I think recently. this is specifically targeting PMS. Like, and, and they're okay. like shaped like donuts and they're pretty big. They're like, and they're really good. But I'm like, gosh. Are they the size these... of donuts? <laughs> no, they're not the size of donuts. And they don't taste like donuts. They're just, they almost taste like really <laughs> like strawberry. So and they're, I know, they're just... They're interesting. And, but then I'm like, how much sugar is in these? Cause then I know I'm taking also the biotin, um, gummies, like the hair and nails thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this must be, I mean, how much sugar am I taking in taking all these gummies now? Cause like, of course I'd rather I mean, my, have gummies than pills, but my, um, my, cause you know, all the nutrition information is on the, on the package. Sure. Mine are like four grams of sugar each. So honestly, it's like, it's not that bad. okay. I take two collagens and one biotin. So I'm like, 
Well, and the four grams of sugar is, is a serving size for the collagen, so it actually is two. So it's like eight grams altogether because mm-hmm. they take, you know, three uh, per day. And it's like eight grams of sugar is not nothing, but it's not like, you know, a vitamin water kind of thing. Yeah. It's you want to keep your sugar intake, you know, in check, but sure. that's not like a lot of sugar in general. Yeah. Like that's not like eating a donut for breakfast kind of thing. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a small sugar spike. Yeah. So do you take uh, them I feel like I'm like, you know what? All at once? I, I take them all at once. Okay. I can't help myself because once I have one and I know I can have three, I want all three. Okay. You got to send me the collagen one because I think you sent me the biotin ones, but I need, I need a new, I need a new Yeah, they're great. You can get them on Amazon. They're they're delicious. You'll love them. You know, I have a bone to pick with Amazon and I don't want to sound like a snob or anything because I've I've been a prime member since, you know, day one. And now that I'm in the country and I understand, I get it. I'm totally sympathetic, but like I have been buying more like products from, you know, sort of one-off websites that are just like, this is this one product they sell because it comes so much quicker. And it's just funny because I've got this prime thing, which obviously when I lived in the city, it only took two days, sometimes one day to get stuff to me. But I am telling you, like I'll order vitamins or just really like whatever random stuff and it'll take three weeks to get here. Like I ordered something over a week ago and it's still not going to be here until like shampoo, you know, and I'm out of shampoo and it won't, it, it's literally taken three weeks to get here. And I know and we're going to talk about this a little bit later. Um, it's supply chain stuff. It's COVID. There's other things going on. It's not just me living in the country, but man, I'd like to kick things off here though with my, you know, weekly update. I want to talk about, I want to, <laughs> I want to give you a bear update. I know you guys are all probably really dying to hear if we've oh the black bear that the black bear hangs out with you Mm -hmm. yeah my black bear my black bear buddy he came back and it's so funny because it's like again with the detective work because you know we'll i'll go outside in the morning and just walk the dog or whatever and like i'll be like god that tree looks weird you know like i saw that tree yesterday and it was really full and now it's got a buzz cut like it's completely like lopped (laughs) off the top and so, and then I'm like investigating, you know, around the tree and I see this massive pile of bear scat with pieces of apple in it. And I'm like, okay, it was probably the bear. I mean, I'm not even joking. This apple tree literally is like cut in half. I don't know how he did it, how he even got up there. Who the hell knows? But he ate all the apples and there were tons of apples. This is a different tree, by the way. This is a tree that's outside of our garden. So it's not in like a netting um, like the first encounter, but, oh, these are my favorite apples too. And he ate all of them. Whenever it was, I don't know, but, um, our neighbors loaned us an outdoor infrared camera and we have yet to place it somewhere because it's sort of hard to decide where do we put it because, you know, he could be anywhere. I mean, we have like nine acres, so it's like, you kind of have to figure out the best place to hopefully, you know, catch him on camera. But, um, but yeah, it's it's kind of funny sort of, you know, every morning just sort of like, this isn't right. Like there's been some critters out here and I really need to learn a little bit more about how to, um, you know, sort of identify scat. Like I know what deer scat looks like. I know what bear scat looks like now. I'm talking about poop here. You know, now I know what raccoon scat looks like. I mean, you know, there's critter scat everywhere here. 
And mm. I think I need to, you know, get a book on it, get a field guide. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I got my gear out and I investigated the scene for evidence. And I am pretty damn sure he came back and he ate half of my apple tree. So there's that. <laughs> um, that was fun. And, you know, it's funny. I, I mean, this is sort of maybe I'm being snobby again, but like some people tr truly live under rocks. And maybe it's because I live in the country now and fancy alcohol drinks are more like you know things of the city but i have introduced mezcal to several people this month and i find it really fascinating they're like what is it how do you spell it how do you pronounce what mezcal um and they oh, and wow like, it's an agave it's like oh so it's the blue guy hmm and they're like really like whoa well granted one of the people um that i introduced it to is an, an older man in his 80s so i give him a pass <laughs> but um it's right. been He's super probably not, fun yeah he well, hasn't it, been exposed it is, to it it's funny because of course sorry i'm eating another gummy um <laughs> heather and i having you know lived in urban areas it's like there was a a point i don't know <laughs> not living in an urban area now if it's waned at all especially because people are going to bars less but the mezcal bar was like very trendy. Oh, absolutely. So to not know, like whether or not you like mezcal's personal sure. decision, but you would know, you you know what it, it was. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like tequila, you like you've heard, heard of, of it. the word, like that word has never crossed your desk, like ever. It's like, mm. and it's like, I, I'm not, I'm no kind of expert, you know, but I definitely, you know, have some in the house and, you know, I poured some in a couple little sake glasses cause I don't have any shot glasses. Uh, for some reason. Um, we, I mean, we're not shooting it. I mean, we're sipping it, but it, but it was really fun. So the last, like I, l the last week I've had a couple visitors who, you know, I've, I've tasted some like top shelf mezcal. It's been really fun. And they act like I'm some kind of expert, you know, with all this no deep knowledge I have of mezcal. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. But anyway, um, the highlight of the week, though, other than sipping 
mezcal in the evening is my mom is here. She's literally here right now as we speak. And the funny thing about that is, you know, my mom never came up here. My, my dad lived up here for over 20 years. And of course my mom's not going to come up here because, you know, she's remarried and it's not that they have a bad relationship. It's just like, well, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's far. It's just not something that happened. You know, I never really thought about that until right now, Heather, the fact that your mom would be perhaps visiting for the first time. Oh yeah. For the first, she's never even been up this far. I mean, she used to raft a lot. My mom was like a hardcore rafter kayaker and she's been to, there's a lot of rivers up here. You know, there's like the Klamath and the eel and blah, blah, blah. And so she's been to a lot of the rivers to raft back in the day. I mean, this is a long time ago, but she's never actually been to this exact area, like on the the coast. Mm -hmm. And it's so cute because she's, her health isn't that great. And so it's, it's hard for her to travel right now. And it's really special because she's been sequestered for coming. I mean, seriously, like two years. I mean, she's approaching 80 and you know, they've been in the house and they, they are travelers. I mean, they, they used to go on trips a fair amount, you know, and so they haven't, it's crazy. And they finally, it's just like, they got out of the house and it's like a new adventure. And so it's this big deal, you know, and also this is my dad's place. And like, she always was picturing it you know, never, she had never been here. And so now I live here. So it's like really exciting for her. And it's funny because I, I I don't consider myself OCD. I think that I can be perfectionist at certain things and I'll drive myself crazy because I, I can't get it to a perfect place. And I notice that when people plan to visit, I kind of go a little nuts. Like I, I really want it to be perfect. I want it to be like this perfect Disney movie, you know, experience. And I'm not rolling out a red carpet or anything, but I do a lot of prep to try to make everything look like as perfect as I can, you know, like, you know, cutting off all the dead flowers and planting new things and landscaping and, and, you know, weed whacking and, you know, mowing and, and just, yeah, all you're trying things. to be a good hostess. Exactly. And have people be like, oh, this is really great. Once yeah, they get there. It makes me happy. And I make the, you know, that we have a little kind of, it's like an in-law unit. It's where we used to live the billiard house with that crazy old, old billiard table. Um, that's where they are. Um, so they're in the house next door and, you know, I have a housekeeper come and make it really nice. And I spend a lot of time making it nice and trying to like put the right table in the right spot and pillows and whatever. And I take pride in it, you know? And, um, but I get, I think that's one of the things that I get borderline kind of OCD about. Cause I'm like, uh, like I never have enough time to make it as perfect as I want to make it. But I know it's not like weird. Like I'm not like crazy or anything, but I just want people to have a good experience. So I'm curious about y'all out there. Are you borderline perfectionist with something (laughs) that you feel like you're, you go a little crazy, like trying to make exactly like this sort of fantasy perfect in your mind email us at hyatt have such a good day.com indeed i'm trying to think of if there's something like that that i do i'm sure i'm actually is. i get a I mean, yeah <laughs> heather's like i know you pretty well i'm sure there are a few things <laughs> that you maybe uh, obsess over a little too much um I don't, yeah, I know what you mean though about the hosting thing. I'm actually, I am not one to throw a dinner party, really. No. I mean, it, it's happened, you know, here and there, that kind of thing. But um, some people really relish in that stuff. You know, yeah. they really like to, you know, bring people together and maybe there's a theme and, yeah. and, um, and they love to be kind of that central, you know, nerve, you know, where everybody's sort of, 
you know, two people are meeting each other that, you know, that I knew would get along so well. And I can't wait for you guys to like, you know, bond. And, and I'm just not really that person mm -hmm. um, because I find it stressful instead of fun. It is stressful. It, it can be. It, yeah. it can be stressful, especially because it's like, I mean, cleaning up your apartment because people are going to come over. It's like, I mean, that's just like the obvious stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and you might be like, oh, God, I really have to clean up, you know, before people come over because I don't want anyone to think, you know, I live in a big sty, but yeah, there's more to it. Like, yeah. And there once is. they're here, you know, how do I make sure they have everything that they need? And I seem like I'm very gracious and that, that, that is stress inducing for me, even though it can be fun. Um, yeah. it's, it's sort of not something that I am not the person who's like constantly having dinner parties. Yeah. Um, I mean, nobody really is right now, but I never was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I dig know. it. I actually I dig it. I mean, I, I have a, it depends on the time that I'm having it, but yeah, I, if I fuss about having people over, sometimes I'll get stressed about it. But you know, we used to have little, little parties at our place in West Hollywood. And there were some times where I was like, I, I would set up the party. Like I would invite people, like I would be excited about it. And then an hour before people show up, I'm like, oh, why do we do this? Why am I doing this? You know, <laughs> totally. And, but it's like they, they're in another house. A lot of my guests will stay in a separate house. Not not because I don't want them in my house, but right now we don't really have a we the person who's have a great guest here, room we don't have up. a great guest room quite yet. We have to get a new bed, blah, blah, blah. But we have this separate house, which is kind of ideal. But I have to make sure they have coffee and they have like the milk they want, you know, like and plus we're not like that close to like a store. So it's like I want to make sure right. they've got like water and juice and whatever they want. Uh, just, yeah. you know, for what they, the, the little yeah. things, the little things. Exactly. That's nice. See, I would, I would probably be like, yo, I don't know what kind of milk you want. So make sure you get it before you get yeah. here. <laughs> 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 but, uh, no, I, I, if, if I, if you were visiting me and I knew what kind of milk you wanted, I would totally get it. Like I, you I understand what you're doing just to, just to, you know, just, it's just the little details that are nice. I also, oh, really I also, um, Whenever I get, yeah, like a little bit out of shape about, yeah, like if I'm going to have people over, I totally know that feeling like an hour before where I'm like, I've made a terrible mistake. I don't want to do this. How do I like cancel it? It's <laughs> yeah, too late. Totally, I can't. Totally. I've done that too. And it's like, it's such a contradiction. You're like, but you wanted to do this so badly, like two hours ago. <laughs> like what's right, wrong Right. Yeah. You? It's like some sort of, uh, the, uh, when you're the anticipation kind of works against you where you just you start like making up like weird like worst case scenarios like people <laughs> won't have a good time like i'll lose all my friends like it's so it doesn't make any sense irrational oh, no. we are but, crazy uh, creatures <laughs> yeah but i've also been to so i think of it both ways i think okay what is the worst case scenario is like someone comes over and i don't seem prepared right because mm -hmm. i'm gonna be nice so it's not like they're going to come over and say like, Sarah was mean to us. We didn't have a good time. It's like, I would, I think the worst thing is that I would seem unprepared. Like I don't have enough food or they're not comfortable enough type thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, so many people have slept on my couches in various apartments over the years. It's like, dude, I mean, I'm giving you a place to, you know, it's like <laughs> most people don't really care that much. And I feel the same way when I go to someone's house, if I'm going over to their house for dinner, let's say it could be, we're eating pizza out of pizza boxes. I don't care. I'm just, yeah. it's really the company, right? There's <laughs> only been a couple of times where like, maybe you look around and go like, wow, they like kind of live in filth. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I can't even think of any like good friends that I would have thought that about. But even then it's never to the point where I leave and go like, I had a terrible time. 
Yeah. And so I think about that when, you know, in, in the inverse, when mm -hmm. it's like, you know, why do we stress out so much about people in our space and how they will judge us? Yeah. Because I'm not really all that judgy about other people. Like mm -mm. I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm really just, we're just talking most yeah. of the time. Totally. So anyway. Yeah, no, it's an interesting thing. Cause I'm not like that with everybody. I don't know. I think it's, it's, um, I don't know what it is. We'll have to investigate further. I'm sure there's a lot to unpack there. Well, Heather, I don't know if you are up on the Apple um, original series, The Morning Show. Uh, have you watched it? I watched the first, wait, it's third season now, right? Second. It's, oh, it's the second. only been one. Yeah, I've, I've seen the first season. Yeah, but I haven't the started the second yet. Well, and it just, it's just, it just started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I also watched the first season, which I liked a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And what's kind of interesting about the morning show and uh, no spoilers, don't worry about that. But um, just this is all very surfacey stuff that you would read from any article um, mm -hmm. that also wasn't going to spoil the show for you. The interesting thing about the show was that um, when the you know producers had kind of, you know, they had their first season, they had their story arcs, the whole thing, the Me Too movement um, was kind of just getting underway. And the reason that that was significant for the show and the reason that they had to kind of rework a lot of plot lines was because mm -hmm. this was something that was affecting news anchors yeah. in, real, in real life, not on the show, but the show is about news anchors. You know, it's a fictional show about a fictional show, <laughs> which is a, you know, a morning program, you know, based in New York and, and you know, super popular and, you know, kind of has these like celebrity people, you know, in the anchor desk mm -hmm. and, you know, all the people that work around them. It's, you know, it's, it's a very uh, sensationalized version of, you know, a news program, a live news program, but there are a lot of truths to it. And yeah. I know this and Heather does too, because we've worked in live television yep. for many years, um, you know, a little bit different, but it's same idea. A lot of stuff where I'm like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. Pretty yeah. accurate. Yeah. Not as polished. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> I was always very polished. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, well, nothing's so, more polished than an Apple TV plus uh, series in my mind. It's everything yeah. is so polished. It's almost, uh, it's like hard to, there's no suspension of disbelief for me with some of those shows because everything is just so overly High produced. production value. Yeah. yeah. High anyway, production value. Very high. So anyway, so the morning show rolled out in sort of late-ish or mi mid to late 2019. And I gobbled up that series. Mm -hmm. I loved it. And I didn't even really think about the fact that they had had to kind of rework the show because they couldn't ignore something like culturally very significant that was happening in the real world. So the show, you know, that first season is very much all about workplace harassment. Yeah. Um, and, you know, inappropriate sexual encounters and, you know, men in positions of power. And I mean, that's, that is, you know, I, I won't go any further, but that's, that's a big, it's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, so I, I didn't even kind of realize like, oh, they had, they had kind of had another thing going and they, they, um, they tweaked it a bit to make it feel like it wasn't as tone deaf. And mm -hmm. I liked, I liked the, um, I liked the series. And then, you know, the second season, the morning show just dropped like a week ago, mm -hmm. um, on Apple TV plus 
And you're like, God, I mean, we're almost 2022 at this point. Like, why so long? Well, because they were shooting their second season or getting ready to anyway, and then COVID. Mm -hmm. And then it turned into, oh, crap. You know, <laughs> we've got this whole season. Like, we can't just have a season of the show that doesn't address COVID or else it becomes this like fantasy world show that <laughs> yep. you think of less as like reality, you know? Mm -hmm. And there already is like enough of the fantasy world because it's a fictional show yeah. that they had to rework it again. And not only rework it, which you don't do that overnight, you know, you, everybody's, <laughs> writers all gotta get together and producers and you know, everything like that takes a while, but also just takes a while to like be able to shoot anything mm -hmm. because you know, for a while, like all that stuff was, was sidelined. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole Hollywood industry was. And so, and I kind of, I, I knew that the, the show the season two was coming and I was like, oh, nice. You know, we got new season of Ted Lasso. Now we got new season, the morning show. Like I love my Apple TV plus shows. Mm -hmm. And so I watched the first episode of season two. I think it was on Friday, a few days ago. And I'm watching it. And the thing that it took me a minute to like get it was season two picks up exactly where episode one, season 10, which was the last episode of the season leaves off. Mm. Like it's like the same day. Oh, interesting. You know, and that's, and that's how it picks up. And I'm watching it and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember how season one ended well enough for this to like even make sense to me. Like, oh man, you know, like where I'm like, should I just keep going and I'll like remember kind of as we go along. And I was like, I'm sort of doing myself a disservice here because season one is very like there's a lot of stuff that happens you know mm -hmm. just, just just wild plot twists you know left and right mm -hmm. and i'm like i just don't remember the cliffhanger of how it ended mm -hmm. so you know how you will sometimes like if you look online like wikipedia or other places will have like synopses of a oh, whole yeah. season mm -hmm. where it's like episode one like and then there's like a paragraph of like all the like major things that mm -hmm. happened yep. so i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna read through this and just remind myself and as I'm reading, I get like halfway through the season. I'm like, I have to watch this again. I just have to watch it again. Like I have to the watch whole the whole season? thing again because there's too many little things where I'm mm -hmm. like, and I don't even remember that person's name. Like, which person is, you know, Grace? Grace isn't a person in the show, but I'm just using that as an example. Like, I just was like, no, I can't remember. And so, <laughs> so over the weekend, I binged season one all over again because I also had forgotten so much of it because mm -hmm. again it's like a couple years ago now you yeah know? um but but uh it's just a good show it's a mm -hmm. really good show i mean there's like some things where you're like um okay that wouldn't really happen but overall really like it and i i just finished last night so i am now ready to watch season two nice episode one there's actually two episodes out uh but episode one and two and i even started season two episode one last night it got late so i didn't finish it, but as they pick up right where season one, episode 10 had left off a couple of years mm -hmm. ago, I'm like, oh, okay, so now this makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. It just didn't the first time. It's like, Apple TV Plus, like, couldn't you have done previously on like I know, that anything kind of that like helps remind me of like where we left off? Like huh. that would have been, that would have been really helpful. So I didn't have to watch 10 one hour episodes <laughs> over the weekend. Not that I didn't enjoy it. I love a yeah. good binge. Oh, but, I um, love a good binge. I'm yeah. like, I'm totally scheming. Like I really miss binging shows. Cause I, I've mentioned this before. My boyfriend is a movie guy. He likes the 
hour and 90 minute to two hour like he likes that format he's just he mm-hmm. we we actually watched the what is it the scenes from a marriage or whatever on hbo um we watched the first episode he liked it and he, he it's not that he hasn't seen episodes of the sopranos and all the shows but he's just not a binger he doesn't like how long the story takes to unfold you know like huh. he's interesting and it's so interesting because i love it but i mean i love movies too so like we mostly just watch movies and occasionally watch like a baskets episode or something if we are about to go to bed but i really miss there's so many shows i've had to like write them down so i don't forget but i'm way behind like as as you know i mean i've always been a tv watcher and i am so i don't know when i'm gonna be able to do it you know because there's only so much time that i can like watch stuff and i might have to go off by myself with like get myself an ipad or use my laptop and watch these shows by myself like during the day like when it's raining or something because uh yeah i gotta i gotta figure that out but I mean, why can't you use your tv well i can but i just there's not so the way like our, my life is structured it's like i will watch a movie after dinner but like i don't have oh, time I see what to you're binge saying. a show it's, it's a also. little bit of tv competition time it's yeah. tv competition for sure so i'm like ah geez and like he's not gonna watch it with me so i'm like i gotta figure out i don't know and then i feel too bad when i'm you know I'll, sometimes i'll have some time in the afternoon after working or whatever but i feel guilty you know during the day but winter is coming sarah and i won't feel yeah. as guilty uh when it's raining right. out but man i'm with you i i am um, you know there are often times because you and i uh, we record our show, not always at the same time, but usually on the same day. And then I've got my live show, mm-hmm. but that ends, you know, I'm done with that, you know, by 3 p.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Not that there isn't work to do, but you, you know, sometimes, and sometimes I have other things going on after that, but I sometimes have like a pocket where it's like, I have work to do, but I have until like 11 p.m. tonight when I go to bed to do it. Yeah, I could, you know, instead of watching TV between 9 and 11, Mm-hmm. I could watch it between three and five here mm-hmm. in the afternoon, mm-hmm. but I never do it. I always feel super weird about it. I feel like I'm playing it hooky somehow. Me kind of, yeah. Like I feel like I have to be productive. Well, and, and there's, and it's such a like end of day thing where I'm like, I is. feel like my momentum won't come back at five p.m. Nope, no. You and know, to also, like go back to work. Yeah, and there's always something that I have to do. Like I always have a stack of paper to like log or or whatever, like bills to pay and. And so I never, I don't ever have that clean slate or I haven't had for like a while where it's like, I'm done with everything. Like my to-do list is at (laughs) zero. I mean, that never (laughs) happens. So I'm never going to feel okay about it, but I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a way and I'm going to watch these shows. I miss Ted Lasso too. Like I, I watched the first few episodes, but anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about the supply chain shit is fascinating. I don't know if you read a lot about what's going on in the world. I mean, there's... Oh, Heather. I mean, it's it's a big story in it's the a big tech story. world. Um, but but it but it has certainly bled into all sorts of other industries too. Oh, it's fascinating. And it's like I, you know, as I've said before, I listen to Marketplace every day, like that podcast, um, NPR podcast, and I'm really really interested in like the economy. When I I never was a great economics student, but I think as I've gotten older, I like really appreciate it more. And so I'm like looking for stories about the economy because I think it's just really interesting. And so I was reading a story in the New Yorker actually, it was just kind of more about like the rental cars and how rental car companies sold back their inventory, sold their inventory during the first part of COVID because nobody was traveling. And now they can't buy them back. There's like a semiconductor shortage, blah, 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 blah. But what's interesting is like the little things that you're noticing that are not 
like stuff that isn't a huge deal. It's like, you're not, it's not like a life or death kind of shortage, but it's like bizarre. And you like want to track why, like why that in particular, what is it? Is it like a lack of workforce or is it like, because they can't cut trees down, there's a wood shortage. What is it? So yesterday I went to pick up some meat to grill for, you know, my mom, we were, we were grilling last night and it was so creepy. I walked to the meat section, it's totally dark and empty. Like there's no meat in the refrigerator section and there's no people behind there. And there's a sign that's basically saying like, sorry, like we're so short staffed, we can't serve meat to you guys. And it was just like, it was just weird. It like reminded me of all those like zombie movies where they're like people are out trying to forage for, for, for things like medicine and food and they go into these ramshackle markets that are like all the shelves are empty and that kind of thing. It's just, it was just right, bizarre. They've already been picked over. Yeah. yeah. Totally picked over. And so there's a strange thing. So we, we have a local, um, pizza place. It's really cute, like brick oven pizza. I know the woman who does it. She's awesome. She makes like homemade pizza crust. It's really good. It's all very homemade. And we go there. It's kind of like we have pizza night, like every week. And, uh, you know, we go and we get our pizzas and they're little kind of personal size pizzas and bring them home in our boxes. And, and she basically has been giving us uh, our pizzas lately on like her metal tins that she puts in the oven and she covers them with tinfoil. And we're just like, whoa, what's up? And she told us the story of how hard it is to find pizza boxes right now. She cannot get oh, pizza boxes. Yeah. And so... Thankfully, we're regulars and it's such a small community that like we just bring her back the trays like every week and it's no big deal. But for people who aren't regulars, she's, you know, kind of struggling to figure out how to package these pizzas. But it's not even just that. I have my local wine shop where, you know, I hear all these stories from this guy where I have my favorite wines. I have a bunch of them and he knows what I like. And I texted him the other day and I, there's this one that I just finished. It's just I just got one bottle. It's a French white. And I was like, hey, I'm going to come by tomorrow and um or I'm going to come by this afternoon and pick up some of this. You're like, do you have any left? And he was like, oh my God, some guy from the Bay area came in and bought like 12 of them and I'm out. And he's like, I have no idea when I'm going to get them. You know, all my wine is like sitting on a barge idling out there in the ocean somewhere. Seriously. Like this guy oh, like bought yeah. up the rest of the inventory of my favorite wine right before I like want to show up and pick some up. And it's not even just that it's like, we need a part for a heater in one of my Airbnbs, but the part we need is on deep back order. And it, of course, like the weather just turned, like no joke, like it's now 10 degrees cooler. And I'm, yeah, I'm, well, I'm worried. Yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. really worried. People are booked. It's not like I can be like, hey, if you guys want to back out, because like we don't have a heater, like I don't know what to do. I mean, we have a wood burning stove, but not everybody's interested in, you know, it's a little bit high maintenance. And so, well, we put, and like, like, if you, if you aren't like confident, it's like, eh, you don't oh, want yeah, people no. in there, but like burning wood in the <laughs> no. cottage and burning the whole place down. No. And it's just like, it's crazy. And so like then, and then there's this a long saga with my front rental. It's a monthly rental and we re-roofed it. It's like really nice, but we didn't put rain gutters on because we ordered them back in July and it's been this whole thing, this, you know, total supply chain situation. And this, the gutter guy, you know, says, and I quote, like in a text message, since July, we've, we've ordered these, you know, and my, my tenant is just like, yo, like it's rained a couple times. Like, and when you don't have gutters, it floods your yard. I mean, it's like, 
it's right. it's kind of a big deal, especially when it rains hard. And he's like, I just got 15 phone calls yesterday and I'm having a tough time calling everybody back. Your job is, is on the list. So I guess their yard is just going to flood because it's actually raining today. And I, it's like, it's hard to keep explaining to these tenants, like, sorry, like there's nothing I can do. And, and right. it was, and even yesterday at the grocery store, it wasn't even just the meat area. It was like, I picked up, you know, my regular, the usual things like my cereal and my cookies and whatever. And I've never seen, it was like beginning pandemic time. It was like so many of the shelves you had to reach way back and you got like the last box of that cereal, you know, it's like, what is going on? Like, this is, this is a little scary. Yeah. The supply chain, uh, issues are very real. Um, very, very and, real. And you are one of many folks who have had, you know, a little bit like less like of the obvious shortage stuff, like, like rain gutters, like, okay, kind houses random. need those. Yeah. But you just don't think like, oh, and when I order mine, the supply chain is going to get in the way and now it's going to be winter and it's going to be a huge deal. Yeah. We've got, um, there's like a yeah, pasta there, shortage but, but there, <laughs> Like, right. What? Well, you know, my, my pool technicians, two of them, because we just, we got a new, um, a new technician recently they both keep telling me every time they come you know there's a chlorine shortage it's mm -hmm. like the guy who <laughs> is currently our technician so now had had you know had the foresight to like back order a bunch of chlorine like a year ago because he kind of saw this coming and mm -hmm. so he's like hoarded chlorine and he's like i'm okay for a while but like if mm. it doesn't write itself like N none of the pool technicians around here will have any chlorine and like when you don't have chlorine you have to shut down your pool yeah you can't have much. people swimming in a non-chlorinated pool they'll get mm -mm. sick yeah and you know i'm like all right well just let me know when it gets dire but yeah it's like it's it's so many industries and 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 less and stuff that you just don't even think about like no. you just you don't think about rain gutters until they're broken well no and it's, or they it's need to be even, cleaned out or something and it's not even just like yeah there's not enough people that are able to manufacture you've got a lack of truck drivers at these ports you've got you know you don't even have enough people to kind of unload these barges of products but meanwhile meanwhile i get an iphone within a week after i buy it it was so swift the ups guy rolls up i felt so fancy you know right on time like wow like i get this incredible piece of technology it felt strange especially with all of these hiccups you know, yeah. with, with everything right now. I haven't even opened it yet. Like I, I've Apple had it for you. three days. I, I feel guilty. Like I feel guilty that I got this phone and like I, with everything else going on in the world, you know, it's, it's, it's a strange feeling. I don't know. I haven't gotten an iPhone 13 yet. I, I plan to, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I actually really need a phone. I've, I've skipped the last couple of years. So yeah. my, and my phone is, my phone is on the struggle bus for sure. Um, I, every time I kind of get to the point where it's like, I could just click that button and then I buy it on apple.com. I just sort of go like, eh, I'll do it later. It's a lot of money. Um, and you know, it is, you weren't the only person. Don't feel bad. I mean, lots of people bought the new iPhones. That's, that's a thing that people do. Um, and if you needed a new phone, then, then just feel good about it and it'll be great. But I, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. There are certain things where I'm just like. It used to be like a no brainer. I would get, I would get certain things, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, it's, it's expensive. And the rest of the year, I know that my budget has to allow for it or depending on where I have worked, especially mm -hmm. electronics, sometimes it's picked up by the company, 
you know, because it's something that I'm going to be using, you know, for the company, um, primarily kind of thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I know the feeling, but that's, that's very Apple of them to be like, it's okay, so it'll be here next Apple. Tuesday at 10 AM. And then it is, I know. It's <laughs> and crazy. meanwhile, you're like, I need a part for my heater. I my guests will freeze. Superstitious side of myself is like, mm, is getting an iPhone 13. I'm a, I was sort of thinking they might skip that number, but I'm not that superstitious, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a strange experience to be so spoiled, I guess, you know, in one way and then, you know, not in another, but you know, we'll keep you posted on, on all this stuff and um, hopefully my guests won't freeze in the meantime. Yeah, definitely. Keep us posted. You never know what will happen between now and episode 119. <laughs> Sarah will get perfume. Heather might get some rain gutters. It's you never know. Maybe there'll even be stuff. a meat counter back. <laughs> hey, while, we, uh, while we're in the last couple minutes of the show, um, we like to take a little time to, first of all, thank all of our patrons. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about becoming a patron. If you aren't one already, uh, Patreon is a way for us to get direct financial support from our community. If you're listening to the show right now and you like the show and you want it to continue, please consider directly supporting us. Uh, our patrons make the show happen every week. Uh, we could always use more. Um, we are, you know, we're, we're two little ladies putting on the show together and we have a great <laughs> time doing it. Um, but we do have, we have lofty goals if the show were to become a little bit less, <laughs> a little bit less, um, what's the word homegrown than it is right now. Um, and we wouldn't be able to do that without more support. So that's something to think about, but thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, we got an increase from Dan Swarchuk. Uh, thank you, Dan. Uh, thank you so much for the bump. If you already are a patron and you know, you got a couple more bucks per month that you could send our way. Of course we would take it. Um, but it could be for as little as a dollar a month. So, you know, hopefully won't break the bank too much, but, um, any amount is appreciated. We also have uh, Dan, who's also in our Discord, and David. Dan and David, double Ds. Uh, in our <laughs> two, two more Discorders in our in our double in our little D's. conversation that we have uh, between shows. Sometimes even during the show, I was about to talk to somebody in Discord while Heather was talking, and I was like, "Sarah, wait till the end of the show." Oh my God, you don't have to multitask every second of your life. But uh, <laughs> Discord is at the five dollar and up Patreon level, so if you've got five bucks a month or more uh, that you can send our way, and you feel like gabbing with us and some of your uh, magnificent peers uh, who also listen to this show, uh, please do consider joining our uh, and becoming a patron and you can join our discord uh you just ask nicely we send you a link and then you hop right in dollars pounds you know whatever currency is in your area because we do have a lot of international listeners which we i do. think is really cool me too i love that i am um, too it's a uh, i mean being like hey what's the weather like where you are it's like we all have the <laughs> internet to know that but it's just fun to like talk about it with a real human yeah. Oh God. You know? It's great. It's great. I yeah. love it. I love our, our little crew. I, in fact, I'm going to pop in there after the show today. Cause I, I want to see what everybody's up to. I know that one of our, um, one of our patrons, Mike, he he's in LA right now and he stumbled across a Heather drive signs in my old neighborhood. So we're kind of chatting about mm. that, but come join us. Yeah, I know. He, uh, I saw some of those photos. It actually looked really beautiful. It's I like, know. it's like a nice time in LA right now. It's really nice. So yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna um, put a fork this in this one because we're done. Uh, but uh, 
until next week, uh, wherever you are and whenever you might be listening to this, because, you know, on demand, it's, you know, 2021 people, uh, <laughs> I will remain Sarah and can't wait to talk to you next week. I will be Heather forever, obviously. <laughs> Have, Have such, such a, a good, good day. day.